Happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. As we mentioned at the beginning of the last episode, we do have some CBD professionals lined up now to do a series on uh, the CBD medicinal benefits for folks that might be experiencing pain or sleep issues or mental health issues. And uh, we wanted to share, you know, like back in episode 12, if we, if we back up a little bit, I shared my experience of dealing with anxiety in an unhealthy way. And so this episode, Craig talks about some of the experiences that he's gone through with mental health and then also the overall kind of weird way that society works as where to where men aren't supposed to talk about any sort of um, challenges that they have. Like society programs us as a, as yet from, from young individuals to say like, Hey, you know, you're not supposed to talk about that. You're supposed to be tough and you're men. So, you know, show no weakness and all that stuff. And that's just a bunch of crap. So wanted to get into that episode and, or wanted to get into that, that information today and talk about it and just let people know out there, like, it's okay to talk about what's going on. And it's actually preferred, you know, you don't want to have it to where you're mad all the time in life or letting things bring you down. Talk about things. And I think what you'll find is that there's other people that are going through the exact same stuff as you are and you're not alone. And then that tees up the CBD stuff that we're going to be talking about coming up in uh, the future episodes. So we're, we're really excited to bring you that content. It's going to be be phenomenal. We've already got two amazing companies on board. We're looking for a third just to make it a three-part series so we can cover a wide range of topics and a wide range of ideas along with scientific data that actually supports what it is that we'll be discussing. So uh, today's episode, Craig dives into some of the challenges that he's had in life and the successes that he's had after that. And without further ado, episode 18. Down in uh, down in Gunnison right now. Well, that's cool. You guys have been having some weather, haven't you? You got some snow. Yeah, I, uh, up at the ranch, um, we we probably got about four inches last night, and I I heard that Crested Butte got. Uh, so I'm south of Gunnison, and um, Crested Butte, which is north of Gunnison, they I think that they got something like six to eight. But wow, the um, the Continental Divide and east of it, I, I think are getting. They're actually predicting somewhere on the order of like two feet over the next week. So they're wow. Uh, it's it's uh it's coming or it's here. Yeah. <laughs> well I, I saw in I saw in, in Buena Vista that ranch that I stayed at last winter up at up at Mike's place. Uh Mike posted this morning that they got seven inches at the house up there. So yeah, it's it's yeah. Uh, it's coming. And uh, hey I wanted to I wanted to ask so with that with that four inches, how's that road going up to the off grid ranch? Because 
Because that's pretty steep. Was it? Did you notice any difference in driving? Did you have to take it super slow? Yeah. So I, I so it all fell pretty much after sunset last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was driving back there last night, there wasn't anything that had accumulated yet. But I mean, it was just a nice drive, you know. Because always, I, I like driving in the snow. I think it's a, a, a yeah. pretty experience, and especially back there. So I didn't, I didn't have any trouble last night. But coming down. Um, especially with the sun breaking this morning, there's a little bit of like uh slip and slide action. So definitely have to use your, um, your driving skills to make sure that I don't, <laughs> that I didn't, uh, I didn't go right off that cliff, you know, that one hairpin turn on the driveway. That's a yeah, beauty. totally. I was wondering about that. Like this winter, how, I don't know if, uh, if you've got a four wheeler or anything with a plow on the front to help clear that off, but. You know, if you drive on it time and time again and the sun hits it, what I experienced when I was at the cabin last winter was that those tracks will just turn into solid ice and then, you know, you slide all over the place. So, um, I know. I'm not, I know. It's, uh, I, and, and it was interesting. So we, there was a little bit of an exchange on our podcasts, um, or at least the posting of the podcast. Um, regarding suspension and, and someone asked about tires. Um, and I, I, anyway, this is a, me, a, me having a roundabout way of, I am in the market for new tires soon. And, um, for all the reasons that we're talking about, because, um, my, my, my wearing treads on the tires that I've got right now are not going to be sufficient. Mm. Um, it's, it's getting dangerous soon. So, um, I well, I'll have those um uh-huh. but um you know the mark is talking about um lining up so I, I'm just going to let him choose my tires <laughs> because okay. he's smarter than I am about that <laughs> stuff but yeah. he's um he's talking about getting some wider LT tires so the white truck tires they have more oh, okay. layers on them and they just uh maybe you've got them but um anyway he's uh I'll, I'll report back to everybody what kind of tires I get and why. Um, cool. And, I mean, he's he's well-versed in the territory here and what truck drivers want uh, nice. for for safe tires. Yeah. Cool, man. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to, to coming back to Colorado. My, my physical therapy is going phenomenally well. Uh, I gained five degrees of um, mobility and movement in my right hip that had been so jacked up. I, I don't know if I told the audience, but I was telling you on the phone how, uh, you know, I originally thought that I had messed up my lower back really bad and that sciatica was what the problem was, but it wasn't that. It just, it was the same area that, that gets affected by sciatica, but my hip was out of place and the muscles were firing mm-hmm. incorrectly. And so now that I'm working with a physical therapist and reprogramming how the muscles fire, it's like, the pain's almost 100% gone. I just need to work on my flexibility and then my degrees of movement. Because in your in your hip, you're supposed to have about 45 degrees of movement from, like, if you're standing still and you, and you just pull your leg up to the side, just directly to the side there, straight. Mm-hmm. You're at about 45 degrees. I was at 12 degrees. And so Jeez. that's why I was having such a problem getting around. Because, like, if I went outside that 12-degree range, which, you know, you're normally supposed to be able to do it so i think like why is why am i hurting so bad you know uh but luckily it's it's totally it's it's getting better really quick and and I, i've learned now like how to keep my body in alignment going forward because with my hip being out of place like that was throwing my back out of whack well 
um, now that I've got the hip in alignment and where it's supposed to be, you know, kind of tracking, everything just immediately fell into place, and now it's just reprogramming those muscles. And I'll be good. I'll, I'll be back to 100%. Basically, is what I'm saying. So I'm stoked. That. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm stoked to get you back out here, and uh, just in general, like I know you were, you were definitely freaking out that um, yeah, you know, surgery and major back issues, and uh, yeah, possible to know to know that it's a uh, yeah to know that it's a a manageable situation, um, and and it sounds like a relatively easy one. That's yeah. uh, that's great news. Yeah, and you know, just just the whole non-invasive nature of not having to go through surgery or anything like that. I I was really worried about it because you know doctors are human, and somebody operates on your back, and who knows if it goes well, they can make a mistake. It just that happens, and you hear about it. And I was like, I don't want to be, I don't want this to be the end. Like I I feel as though the last three and a half years, I've worked so hard to get it to the point to where I'm at, and live in this way. It's you know sometimes it's it's physically taxing, which I actually enjoy. But it's like if my body wasn't cooperating with it, I would have to make a I, you know, I was looking at a lifestyle change, and it's just relieving. It's like I, I, I can, I'm putting back on weight now because so I got down to 155 pounds, which is super skinny for me. I was, I'm six foot tall, and I got down to that right. to alleviate pressure on my back because I thought that's that's what the issue was, and the, you know, too much weight on my body. It, it did help a little bit by lightening up by by 25 pounds, but it's like, you know, I've, I've put five pounds back on just in the last week, and it, I just feel stronger and like I felt like weak when I was that skinny and, and like depleted. And I, and I think that that also put me into a foul foul mood uh, mentally because it's like I didn't have the nutrients in my body to really operate at an optimal level. And that coupled with the pain, it was and then not sleeping, I was just I was wrecked. So I'm, I'm happy to be back on track. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I remember seeing you just a few weeks ago, and I was I was shocked at how skinny you were. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, you know, like we were like we were texting last night. I'm. I'm glad that you're getting the beef beefcake four thousand supplement series going to uh <laughs> to get the weight back on. You're yeah. doing Cartman from South Park, beef yeah, four thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Just eat it directly out of the uh out of the big old bin, you know, the whey protein. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. Yeah, it. but I'm looking at you could have what's that? Uh, I, I was just I, I, I was mumbling, chewing uh, my tongue, or I don't know what. <laughs> well, cool. Well, I'm looking uh, at getting back. Um, I'm going to leave here on the 11th of November, tentatively. That's what my plan is, and then come back. And I got got a few things to do on the front range, and then I'm going to going to head to Gunnison County. Nice. Well, we're uh, the snow's waiting for you. The times <laughs> are waiting for you. The, the off the grid ranch is waiting for you. We got some cool projects going on up there that. Um, at some point, we'll have to introduce the audience to. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we're 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 ready and waiting for you. Cool, man. I'm looking forward to you know getting like a first big snow dump and then having to take the snowmobiles to to get in and out of that place. That's going to be quite the adventure. Yeah, man. We'll we'll have to overlay the uh, the airwolf uh, theme, you know, the theme <laughs> of the airwolf show onto onto some video recordings. That's that's going to be really, really fun. That'll really, really fun. Well, cool, man. Well, cool. Um, well, I think today I, I just wanted to just catch up with you and and talk about a, talk about a few things. I was uh, I've been bouncing around Kansas here and um, been really having a good time checking out all the cool history and all that stuff. And then I was uh, somebody had messaged me this morning and they were like they're like, hey, you should hook up with REI with their with their hike program that they're doing. And so I got on REI's website and I, I noticed that um, 
they've got this program where they're trying to get people out in nature in areas that aren't necessarily like Colorado or Wyoming or, you know, the Grand Canyon, like, like areas like Kansas. And I'm, I'm putting that map together of resources on there. And then I, I stumbled across this article, which I, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, REI is investing a million dollars into, uh, nature research when it comes to like PTSD with, with veterans. Because, you know, we read about it all the time. These veterans come back from war and, you know, you, you can't, I can't even fathom what they experience in some of those, in some of those war zones. And then also too, you know, just the mental burden of carrying that with them when they come back. And like, you know, these, these veterans unfortunately are, they're not being treated properly. And REI noticed that they did some preliminary research with some of these veterans. They go out in nature and they'd, they'd show a marked improvement with uh, PTSD and some of the issues they were dealing with, which I thought was super cool because, like, in my own in my own story, I can relate. You know, I, I mean, not with the PTSD, but just with just, just being anxious or just feeling like I was overburdened or, or in a rut. And I go out in nature and it's like I would feel a million times better just in just in an afternoon, let, let alone like going out full time like I do now. It just it really helps to to bring about mental clarity and also just to get away from the noise. And there's something about being in like nature that feels at home to where you can be more comfortable with thoughts that maybe uh, you know you don't want to communicate with the world or or whatever it may be. And, and so it's, I, I think it's cool that these companies are stepping up and actually investing real dollars behind it. Because I think that, like, you know, with what's been going on in the media and you hear about these people out there that are shooting people up and, and, and you know, they're obviously very mentally off. And it's like mental health in this country does not, we don't have it figured out. And uh, I think there's very, there's people that want to be helpful in the mental health profession, but it's like, it's still just such a moving target. And uh, if, I'm glad to see research in other areas than just medications, you know, or, or just, or just like, hey, come in for five minutes and here's your here's your diagnosis and here's what you need and we'll see you next month. And it's like, you know, maybe there's something more out there that can help that is a combination of everything as opposed to just the old method, which is like, I don't believe that like one 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 size fits all when it comes to mental. Um, responses or mental processing or anything like that. Like, we're all different. We're all wired differently. But it seems like the industry as a whole uh, kind of, I don't know if they're apprehensive to embrace nature, but uh, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm just glad to see the industry leaders from the outdoor industry investing in that to see if there's something that can help. Yeah, that's that's great to hear um, uh, about REI's initiative on that. I... Um, you know, I, I think back to episode twelve. That was, I, I think, where where you shared um, on, a, on a really personal level your own your own experience with with struggle and challenge, and certainly not at the level that the vets are experiencing. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, it was it was at a level that was distressing you a lot and I, I encourage the audience to to reach back to episode 12 to to listen to Brian's discussion of it but I one of the things that I heard in you relating how you got out of that challenging situation with um with with anxiety and and some of the things that you were relying on that weren't healthy was like you you naturally gravitated toward nature and and shifting from the stressful 
chaotic life that, you know, so many in the more urban areas and, and you gravitated towards these rural mountain areas. And I, mm-hmm. I, you know, spending time up here in, in the mountains, you do run across a lot of vets and I, I, I've got the same motivation and needs in, and I, I'm drawn to this area because of my own issues with, with mental health challenges and, you know, I, I, um, I, 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 I'm happy to get into it with my with my own experience, but I I'll just relate a little anecdote to um, get into the subject. I um, I hit a really low point this past spring, um, where I, I I I was honestly with my foot injury uh-huh. and and some of my longer history with with depression and, and mental health challenges, I, I was honestly at, at a point where I, I wasn't contemplating suicide, but I was at that point where everything was hopeless. I, I didn't feel like I could find a way out. And I, mm-hmm. I talked to a couple of people that were close to me about my, my challenges and, and they, it was good to be able to talk with them, but they, they also felt like I needed a little extra attention. Mm-hmm. And this, this drives me that shit fucking crazy. But I, I went ahead and reached out to seven or eight different psychotherapy groups as well as psychiatrists to get help. No one fucking called me back. Oh, None of those offices called me back, and I. Uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta wonder why. You're like, hey, like, if I'm calling you, there's a reason, and it's not, it's not, it's not, and it wasn't because you were bored. You know, it's like you were called because you really needed help, and you know, you hear that from, unfortunately, from other people that that have experienced, and they're like, yeah, you know, I'm trying to get help, but I just can't seem to get through to anybody, and it's like, that's, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you experienced that, man. Yeah, and it's I, and we we can I think that this is actually an important topic, and I I'm I'm willing to open my, myself up a little bit more, but I I'm what what infuriates me about it. I mean, outside of my own experience, um, what infuriates me about it is that um, so and and I it's I don't even know where the anger is directed, but I'm just I'm I'm angry about it. So mm-hmm. you you have people like Anthony Bourdain, you yeah. have um uh, people like Robin Williams and I know that there was a little bit of uh that his situation was a little bit more complicated but you you have numerous people that have committed suicide in recent years and and naturally everybody wants to um uh, let everybody else know that like hey if something's going on reach out to me mm-hmm. and and so there's there certainly seems to be groundswell acknowledgement and support that mental health issues need to be more acceptable and people need to be willing to reach out. And so on my own experience, like you talked about in episode 12, um, I want to be able to solve all of my problems. I have a long history with this stuff, but I... I, I I hold on, I hold on, and I hold on, and then I break, 
And when I'm at that breaking point, when I'm reaching out, like, it's it's not like I've got a cut on my arm and, like, you know, I could just go and have a Band-Aid and then maybe go see a doctor a week later. Like, I'm at the fucking edge. Like, I'm ready to yeah. fucking... I'm, I'm ready to, to, to drop everything. And then, like, at that point, when I'm ready to reach out, when the process of mental health professionals, or I, I don't want to target professionals, but just the industry, like, when when you don't get called back, or when yeah. you get a call back and say, like, oh, we don't have an appointment until two months later. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah. I'm ready to fucking blow my brains out. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and, like, and, then, and then I feel like, yeah, and then, and then when somebody's at that at that point, you know, to say, like, hey, well, you just tough it out, you know, we'll talk to you in eight weeks. It's like, they may not have that. The, you know, to get to the point to at least admit a problem, at least for guys, it, you know, I, I think that in this country, and you know, I was I was kind of raised under the, and this was this wasn't from my dad, this was just from society. But it was like you're a guy, you're supposed to be tough, you can handle everything, never show weakness. You know, you're, you're just you know always be producing, and it's like that's not that's not realistic. And um, I think that leads a lot of people to to keeping everything inside. And then when, when they do finally reach out and to not have anybody respond back, like, that's extremely discouraging, and it can push people over the edge. Yeah, and I, I can, I mean, I, I'm just going to get into it. Like, I, okay. so, uh, I, I've got, um, I, I've got serious issues with the mental health industry. And I, I know that there are professionals out there that do amazing things and they have the right intentions, but I, mm-hmm. here's a little bit about my background. So I, um, you know, following your lead, Brian, you know, I, I think, so what, what you did in episode 12 by talking about your challenges and revealing that period in your life where you were, you, you, you got overwhelmed with anxiety, you got overwhelmed with um, the expectations of society, for lack of a better phrase, where, you know, you, you were, you were, you were a rock star, you were crushing it, right, in mm-hmm. the professional world, but you, you, you still were feeling worse and worse and worse. And so if I, just to summarize what happened in 12, in episode 12, and I really want people to go back and listen to it, because I think what you did was a, was a service to us all, when, so you you shared about how you started to take anxiety medication and what have you, and all of that got out of control, and you reached a breaking point mm-hmm. where you got the help that you needed, and then you shifted in a completely different direction. And hearing you talk about that was a powerful example for me, and that's why I'm I'm willing to talk about my own situation now because. I, I know that the audience was very receptive and, and people reached out to you and, and thanked you for that. And I thank you for that because um, I, I need to get this shit off my chest. And just like you were talking about, there is something in like the male culture, right? Where we're, we're, we're bred, we're raised to internalize, like fucking suck it up, right? Suck it yep. up, cup, cupcake. And like, yeah, just, Eat, eat whatever your emotions are and fucking keep on chugging along. But the fact of the matter is, is like that shit has an impact on us all. And so I, you know, in my own situation, 
getting back to the challenges that I have with the mental health industry and, and some of the things that led have led to my own struggle from teenage years up until recently and even now. But I, I had an experience where I reached out for help to medical professionals when I was a teenager. I, I was going through a period which was really, really challenging, and I, I – it's not easy for me to say this, but I, I, I was a cutter. I was actually mm. cutting up my arms because I couldn't deal with the pain that I was in. I was putting cigarettes up on my hand. And, and it's like, there's this weird thing. Even now, like I have this voice in my head that that's criticizing me for revealing this. Like somehow I'm being weak by sharing this to the general audience. But fuck it. I'm going all in. Uh, so, so anyway, I, I, I did reach out for help and I, I set up this appointment with a doctor in a hospital. The doctor wasn't available when I showed up and I'm 17 years old at this point. They, the nurse that was talking to me was encouraging me to talk to her, but I had gotten this impression that this doctor was really good. And I'm like, no, I'll just come back later. You know, like I, 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 this doctor's going to be good. Long story short. Because I wasn't willing to reveal what was going on to this nurse rather than the doctor who I had the appointment with, they attempted to lock me up. They called over a security guard. They forced me to put on a gown. And mind you, this is all after I voluntarily showed up for an appointment to help. So I showed up... And the mental health industry policies were such that they they were I, I don't know they they were forced to lock me up or I I don't know what the rationale was but it scared the fucking shit out of me I talked my way out of it and part of the talking my way out of it was like okay so you're gonna show up to another appointment for this doctor I'm like yeah that's what I fucking wanted to do in the first place. Yeah. So I agreed to show up to the next appointment, and it's probably no surprise to anybody that I I, I didn't just, I didn't show up to another fucking doctor's appointment for another four years yeah. on that front. So yeah, because you feel you know, um, I imagine you felt betrayed. Absolutely, I, and, yeah. and and I certainly I, I certainly didn't feel like I could trust anybody in the medical industry, the mental health industry. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I guess I just throw that out there as an anecdote, and, and maybe it's an obscene one, but maybe it's not, where I, I really don't trust. And, and then I just couple it with what happened to me a few months ago, where, again, I, I finally wrestled up the courage to reach out to a mental health professional, mm-hmm. and no one fucking calls me back. Yeah, that's and, crazy, man. When I finally absolutely did want to call someone back or someone called me back, it was a two-month-out appointment. So, um, ridiculous. I guess I just, I, I'm just, um, I'm, I'm angry about it, but then, you know, I want to be solution-oriented to, to our audience. My, I am drawn to nature. I'm drawn to this lifestyle out of, a self-preservation mechanism. And th- there is healing that's going on in myself 
by following my internal compass to nature and the lifestyle that we have. And there's actually healing going on just being able to talk about it with you. And I, I think that you've had a similar experience in mm-hmm. living in that driven world and being pushed to your brink, right, in the anxiety mm-hmm. and having that weird experience, oh, just take a couple pills and you're, you'll be fine. Yeah. And then having that almost make it worse. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we're both, I think, experiencing some kind of catharsis in being able to talk about it with each other as men. You know, there, there seems to be all sorts of support groups out there for every group except for, and I don't, I, I don't want to get into like, why do they get help and not us? But like, yeah, there is an issue with like, with, Freaking white men, right? Like, I, yep. I don't even want to go like white men, but there's there's an issue within men. Yes, and um, I I am experiencing healing relief and being able to talk about this stuff with you, being able to go out into nature and being able to form some kind of bond in what we do out here. Um, and I I want to encourage other people that are out there and. Um, whatever you've experienced in your past where you don't feel like you can reach out, it, it's time that we all start stepping up yeah. individually and helping each other. And nature is part of that process. Oh, definitely. It's a, like I was talking to you, uh, I, we've, we've had a number of incredible conversations over card games or whatever while we're truck camping. And, uh, you know, there, there's been there's been times where I've alluded to the fact it's like, yeah, I'll I'll be having a crappy day or or a crappy week or whatever, and then I'll go back to some of my favorite spots that I love to um, experience in the backcountry, and it's like I'll be there for three or four hours, I'll come back, and I'm like, boom, that compass is on track again. And to mm. to to put up this front that that men do, and it's I mean I've been guilty of it my whole life, I know. I'm sure other other men can agree from from every walk of life. They don't have to be from America or from the corporate world or whatever. But it's like we put on this front that we're all badasses and that everything's cool and we never have like a um, self doubt or um, challenges or you, you know whatever it may be. Um, that's bullshit. And people need to. I think you know I was listening to this podcast that was with Joe Rogan recently. And he was talking about mental health. And he was like, you know, in this country, it's weird. It's like if you break your leg, no big deal. You go and you get a cast on. If you, you know, if you get a cut, you get some get some stitches, and you're good to go. And no one thinks of that as a as a, as a scarlet letter. But it's like if you have a mental hiccup, all of a sudden it's like, ooh, that person's off, or ooh, it's you know, it's a different, it's perceived differently. But it's still, I mean, if you look at it medically, it's just a medical issue. You know, it's a chemical imbalance in the yeah. brain, and it could be. It could be something that's situational. You know, there's a lot of people. I mean, hell, I've got some friends going through some insane stuff right now, and I am, I am blown away at their courage and their ability to like get up and choose life and choose to do things in a positive mindset. And I'm thinking, like, damn, that's nothing. I mean, like, I went through nothing compared to what they're going through. And they're and and I look at that and I'm like, those people are strong, you know, and. uh and and I just think that the more that people talk about this stuff and 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 they can find they're not alone. You know, when I was going through my stuff, I thought, oh, I'm the only person that's experiencing this. And I wasn't. You know, but I, I in my mind I thought I was. And so therefore, you know, the isolation and then coupled with the fact that you're experiencing these issues, which you, which society tells you as a man or as or just as a person in general, like, hey, if you have those issues, you're 
there's something wrong with you. Like, that's not reality. And so I, I hope that with conversations like this, you know, when we touch on these heavy subjects from time to time, that people will be able to talk about whatever may be troubling them. And it might not be something super heavy. Maybe they're just, you know, maybe 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 they're having some sleep issues from whatever or, or uh, you know, a little bit of anxiety from, from work and it's throwing them off a little bit and maybe putting them in a funk. And it's like, you know, if you talk about it, you'd be surprised at how many more people around you can relate to their own experiences. And then that's where I feel like the healing process can begin and they can find what really um, is going to help with their mindset. And then, like, like you said, going out in nature, experiencing time away from the digital media, which can be, it can be poisoning, you know, especially when it's uh, uh, too prevalent in someone's life. Get away from that stuff and get away from the negativity and go out there. And like, <laughs> like I was telling my parents, you know, we were, we were chatting about some of the stuff that's been on the news as of late. And I was like, you know what, you know what I love about living the way I do? And they're like, what's that? And I was like, you know, I can go back in nature. I can tell you the trout don't care about who's in the office. Like, <laughs> the, the, the trees don't give a shit if my car's breaking down. And, like, the deer are just doing their thing. And it's like they have no connection to these things that are stressing humanity out. And yet we allow that to inter- to really infiltrate our lives and kind of take over. And so it's it's a great way to remind myself and hopefully with others that, like, you know, when you go back in there, it's all about perspective, and nature can really get you back on track. At least that, that's, what it, that's what it does for me. And, and plus, too, I just love being back there. I mean, heck, some of the places I go to, I'm just like, man, are you serious? Like, there's places like this that exist? <laughs> this is incredible. Yeah. So it's just, like, the inspiration is derived from that. And then it's like, I think that once people have hope again, when they, when they get beat down by a series of events in their life or through a chemical imbalance in their brain or whatever it may be that brings them to the point to where they're, they're feeling desperate, when you, when you go out there and you get that hope again, it's like a shot of, of uh, adrenaline. And you're just like, man, I can do it. I, my dreams can be realized. I'm not, I, don't have a, I don't have this gray, dull future that I thought was being formed for me. It's like I, you really realize that you can be in control of your own destiny. And uh, it's like the, the whole nature therapy thing. Like, you know, like the, the Japanese have started to look into earthing. And for people that aren't familiar with that term, that's like walking around nature without any shoes or socks on so your feet can smack with the ground. And they said that there's actual true true benefits from that. They can tell it through uh, boost in serotonin levels and things like that in, in people's, you know, um, system. And then same with, uh, they call it tree bathing. And there's a Japanese term for it, which I... I couldn't pronounce if I even tried, so I won't. But, uh, you know, they say 30 minutes walk in nature with that, and the nature sounds has, like, a dramatic increase in, uh, the, like, the good uh, hormones that your body produces. So it's like there, there's actual quantifiable results from being out and, and, and connecting with nature like that, and I, I hope more people get a chance to experience that. Yeah, I, I there's, there's no doubt that, that nature is a... Um, a huge positive force on the the mental well-being of people, and I I, I think that that so that's and, and that's almost like an instinct that that a lot of us have. So a lot of mm-hmm. us, so I, I um, with mental health issues, um, I have that instinct, that call of the wild, or whatever you want to call it. And I, I sent you that article, you know, that talks about the suicide rates. Of, of people in the country. So that's shocking. And I, it, it's shocking, and, and we could put it in the show notes. And here, there's a few, there's a few things that shock me about it. And so on, 
on one side, I, I think it's kind of interesting how you, you have you have a lot of veterans who've got PTSD that choose rural mountain areas to live. Mm-hmm. And when you look at this article and what it's talking about, the so there's that positive side, right? Like, so nature is calling us, and we, we all have that internal compass to heal ourselves with nature. But mm-hmm. what, what really shocks me about the article is that it talks about how the suicide rates for the mountain west rural states, the more rural, the more mountainous you get, the higher the suicide rates are. And hmm. so I it, it that's shocking to me because you you know you you want nature alone to be good enough. And I I know with my own past experience, I I, I it stresses me the fuck out to be around competitive corporate environments and that I can't handle that and so I'm drawn mm-hmm. to nature but I think that that's only part of the solution right to get yeah. away from that I, I think that there's also some additional healing that needs to occur and I, I think what you and I are doing in starting to dive into this a little bit and express it a little bit more willing might be part of that extra solution like so you, you get out here in the, in the, the mountain west it's it's freaking easy, right, to disappear either into the wilderness or a combination of the wilderness and the bottle. And, mm-hmm. and we oh, yeah. just yep. completely lose yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think I think nature is part of the solution, and, and you get soothing from it, but that alone is not the answer. We, we need to do a better job in – it sounds so cheesy. And, you know, I, I, I was talking to you before about this, like where I – I don't want to like, I don't want to like have this image of like me lying down on the couch and you know you with a pipe, you know, in, in your cardigan <laughs> I got the, sweater playing doctor. To me. <laughs> and I got the water, the, the the water machine in the background that's making the nice noise. You're in a safe spot, Craig. You know, like <laughs> right, the little Zen thing. Like I, I, I didn't want it to turn into this, and 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 hopefully the audience is getting, you know, it, this isn't meant to be like a really really heavy whatnot. We we really are having a conversation about what the solutions are. But I, I think that that talk therapy, like th- there needs to be, like it needs to be okay to talk about this shit. Like mm-hmm. it really, really does. Like I, I'm, I feel like I'm popping a zit right now. Like I, mm-hmm. I've been wanting to talk about this on a more open level for a long time, but I've been scared to be, have like a freaking you know, scarf letter on me. Like, Oh, like, Oh, he's got that thing. And yeah. either I get a scarlet letter on me, about, you know, from an employment perspective or from a friend's perspective or whatever it is. And so I look at those stats and and how the Mountain West and these rural mountain areas have some of the highest suicide rates and, and like, something is still missing, right? So if, like, people mm-hmm. are listening to this and you're a guy, I would, I, I've got to imagine that there's a dude right now that lives by himself that's probably sipping on a home-poured cocktail in the garage or in their cabin, and they're, they know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. And totally. I'm, I really want to talk to that person right now that, like, you, like, fucking email me, and, and I will talk to you. I know what it's like to just have a whole bunch of pus 
on the inside and not know what to do with it, like, like reach out, please reach out. It's mm-hmm. part, it's nature is not enough. You, we no, you totally. need to do a better job. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's important to point out because I, I do see it online. You know, people be like, you know, if, we, if you're bummed, just go out in nature. Well, that's not, that, that certainly isn't what I was, um, communicating as like the, the cure all. No, no, I, I wasn't. No, I didn't. Yeah. Right. And, I, and I know I know you weren't thinking that, but I just want to make sure people didn't think I was assuming that. Because I, I think what it is is that it allows you to be in a better environment to 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 to, to get the whole treatment or the whole. Um, it, it's like a better, it's a healthier way or a healthier platform for people to to really decompress and then do that really needed self self check. Uh, you know, when I was in the corporate world. And uh, and then I can still get wrapped up in stuff like this. You can go days or weeks or months or even years without like really doing a self diagnostic. Like, hey, am, am I doing good? Like, is everything on on track? Uh, am I am I uh, am I am I following my life plan that I kind of have, or am I just winging it day by day? I mean, is everything good? Because it's, it's easy to get off track. And you know, the, when when you have all those distractions in the corporate world, I think that. If you can at least have an environment you can go to to where those distractions are minimized and not so present every second of the day, then it's like that's where I feel that people can maybe fast forward their um, their, their their well-being. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I and I think um, you know I, I again I take an example or a lesson from your story um, from episode twelve. You. The, the, I think that the reality is that, at least the reality in this culture, uh-huh. and the reality for a lot of men is that something is wrong with us if we don't feel okay. If, like, yeah. you know, if a good job isn't giving us satisfaction, if a family life isn't getting, uh, giving us the satisfaction that we need, then there's something wrong with us, right? And so you, you relayed your story of how you started taking prescription medications, mm-hmm. but still, like, not, that wasn't helping, that it still wasn't right. And I, I have my own experience where I, I was drinking way too much. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, so I, I've done a lot of great things in my life. I've um, I, I, I went into pharmaceutical research and development. I did really, really well there. I got into a good graduate school. I did reasonably well there. I was doing energy analysis. I did really, really well there. So I have my own kind of milestones that, like, everything's supposed to be going well, right? Like, I'm, I'm a smart guy. I've got, I've got good physical health. I've got, you know, I'm a reasonably attractive guy. Like, I can, I can get chicks. Like, mm-hmm. so what's wrong with me? And so I, I, I internalized that, that something was wrong with me. I covered it with booze. I covered it with weed. Mm-hmm. And, and so when you, when you talk about the need to do that self check, and then I, I also hear about your, um, your story with prescription medications, like sometimes we're so fucking blinded. Because yeah. of our own coping mechanisms, right? Yep. And yep. I, I guess you know, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there that like, if you're if you're drowning some of your internal angst and anxiety and whatnot in 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 booze and weed, like you're not alone. And I've had to 
So I'm I'm coming up on two years sober. Like mm-hmm. I no longer drink. Mm-hmm. I I no longer smoke pot. And mm-hmm. I I recognize that I can't do that anymore because and it's not that 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 something is like inherently wrong with me. But the what really comes down to is I have um what I, I'm just gonna say like I, there, there's something in my makeup that requires a different way to uh, pop that zit. Mm-hmm. And, and it's it's not achievement, and it's certainly not drinking and smoking pot. I mm-hmm. need to find other ways of popping that zit, of of relieving that pressure. Um, and, and and to be honest with you, like I, um, I I I don't I can't say that it was like my own self-check mechanism that pulled me out of that, that woke up my eyes. I, I don't know what it was, but it, I certainly can't, I can't say like I had this moment of clarity where like, oh, I'm being really destructive. I need to go and help myself. Like there, there was no rational thought. And um, anyway, I don't even know if that's a helpful thing to say, but I, no, I, I just want to empathize with with anybody that's out there that is just struggling to hold on, like e- even if even if you don't have the wherewithal to help that self check mechanism, like like I, me too, me too. Yeah, I don't have that capacity to like something else had to operate in my life to pull me out of it and give me that space. And like you talked about. You you relied on your family and friends, those people close to you and that listened to you, to help you through that. And I had to do that too. Um, and it, it's just a really hard, it's a really hard, complicated thing. And yeah. I, I just don't. Yeah, it's just a really hard, complicated thing. Yeah, and and and, it, and, it, and I think fucking and, and I'm gonna I, my last statement on it, and I'm gonna turn it over to you. And it fucking pisses me off that the mental health professionals, what you're supposed to do, right? Call a doctor or something like that. Yeah. It fucking pisses me off that I I really, I can't rely on them. I've learned that, and maybe that's okay. But yeah. Well, you know, I I think something you said was really important because what I've noticed in the mountain towns, especially in the wintertime, everybody gets hammered a lot. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. you're thinking, okay, like, like you said, there's probably a dude or a gal that is in their cabin and it's, you know, sun's going down earlier at night now. They talk about the winter depression. Well, probably the worst thing to do during those moments when you're not feeling, um, up to par and if you're bummed out that it's winter and that the sun's going down early, like you don't want to add a depressant to that. And that's what alcohol is. Everybody thinks like, oh, alcohol is, you know, it's a fun, it's a fun relaxant. Well, if you do it consistently enough and you have a depressant in your body enough, like, that's going to affect your mental well-being. And people need to understand that. And that's where, you know, going back to that, talking about, like, self-checking, if it's day if it's day 20 of, like, you know, crazy snowstorms and you're in your cabin and you realize that, like, all the alcohol in the that you had stored away in your liquor cabinet is gone, well, that's a good indicator that maybe, you know, maybe some self, uh, some self-awareness needs to, needs to come into play because... Those unhealthy habits will just perpetuate any sort of issue that may be gnawing away at someone. And I found that 
it takes mental toughness to be like, no, instead of passing the time when it's day three of a blizzard and the sun's going down at four o'clock every day in the mountains, because you know the mountains, you know, with them being if you're in a valley, mm-hmm. obviously you get shadows. I was getting shadows. Heck, when I, the first winter I winter camped, I was getting shadows at two o'clock in the afternoon from Mount Antero because it's a 14,000 foot peak and I was at 10,000, but it's like the sun would go down at two, two thirty and it'd be pitch black by four. L- luckily I wasn't in that, in that mindset. You know, I was, in, I was thoroughly enjoying just like being a 40 year old boy scout, you know, out there. I'm like on the wood stove. I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy burning the crap out of my leg when I get that third degree burn and had it was late up for a month, but <laughs> which was my own stupidity. But it's like, you know, I had something to, to to do with my time, and, and I think it's important for people to not fall into that in the winter time and just add to any sort of situation which might be mentally challenging. I would I would say for anybody who's going through that, like look at that as a time to like read books. You know, you're not going to be out in nature as much because the, the environment's harsh in the winter, and plus two, and there's no light out. You don't really want to go snowshoeing in the dark. You know, that's not a good idea. So especially if you're solo. So I would say use that time to read books and expand your mind and 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 do some self improvement through that and, and I think that would go so much further and people would be so much happier to adopt those healthy lifestyles and then when summer rolls around it's like you're ready to jam and then you've got a bunch of extra knowledge or, or you listen to podcasts or whatever it may be like like don't pass the time with getting hammered because that just doesn't that, that doesn't serve anybody you know that's a that's a huge negative yeah. and I you know I've been guilty of that in the past there's times where you're like oh, I'm bored. Yeah, you know, I've done a bunch of stuff this week. I'm bored. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink at night. It's like, well, if you're doing that solo and you're by yourself in the backcountry, and that's a daily occurrence, like that's, that's not gonna end well. And so I, I, you know, I just want to say that because I, I've noticed that in the mountain towns, especially in the winter, people, people drink like crazy. And like, I like Alaska. Yeah. I mean, how many times do you hear Alaska? Man, everybody substance abuse, they're hammered. Well, yeah. I mean, sun, sun's down for 23 hours a day. You know, that has an effect on humanity, and it has an effect on the psyche, and it's like, we haven't really figured out really how the brain works. Super complex. You know, that's why, that's why, like, all this AI stuff is so, I think it's so fascinating, all this artificial intelligence. It's like, they're trying to replicate the brain, and we've got the brightest minds on the, on the planet, they've been working on this for years, and they still can't figure it out. You know, to have it processed the way the brain does, and how the brain can, you know, how it's wired. And so it's like, that's a very delicate, organ that we have in our body so do your best to take care of it and i found in my own personal experience that when i do those healthy things i do yoga i work out i eat healthy i'm on a i'm on a plan i'm not just kind of like winging it day by day i'm I'm much happier and there's a reason for that it's because it's like you're living with kind of purpose and you have intent as opposed to i'm bored again i'm gonna go get a fifth of jack and just kind of start a fire and you know that's my that's my evening like that's not i don't know that's not the way to go i don't think yeah, I, I agree with you, and I and I I don't want to come off as preachy um, that yeah. anybody that that drinks and smokes weed has got a problem. I, that that's not what I am certainly communicating, and I think you're you're giving some really really practical ideas, you know, to to mm-hmm. anybody that maybe maybe they're on the fence or what have you. Um, yeah, like like use nature, man. Like that's mm-hmm. it's, it's a great way to. Um, it's a great way to, to to relieve the pressure, and I I guess I I feel like my message uh, can probably be a little bit more focused on the 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 person that that's at their edge, just because I've been there. 
Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so again, like I don't, I don't want to be the preachy guy that that that's someone who's enjoying their their alcohol and, and weed responsibly, and and like everything is good. Like, like yeah. more power to you. Um, I I just feel like my my experience at least has been such that I I know that I I went way over the top. Um, I also know that I've got I I do have some um, I do have and, and even that like label like mental health issues like I have that kind of competing voice going on in my head like I like. Like, don't say that you've got mental health issues or like, you know, that's a yeah. bad thing. Like, the society's broken. Whatever yeah. it is. Like, I, I yeah. need, I, I need, I do need to give special care and special attention. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I, I, I created that area on my blog. I haven't built it out yet, but, um, meditation is something that's very important to me now. And, mm-hmm. and I use that, um, as a means to address those that underlying depression and anxiety and and I I have actually gotten to the point right now where I am taking an antidepressant um, at mm-hmm. this point and I view it as a temporary thing but um, that's a big step for me with the background that I have with mental health professionals um, I, I've I've had to, um, get into check my own overblown anger and distrust and still choose to work on it. And so that's another area that I choose to work on it. Um, and I, um, I, I, I've also, I, I'm interested, I'm wary, but I am interested in this CBD, um, products mm-hmm. as a means to, to address anxiety, um, because yeah. I've got that issue. Um, and that's why I'm interested in, in, you know, exploring it, um, on this podcast because may, maybe there's something there. And so, you know, if the medical professional, the medical, the mental health industry, if they're not accessible for whatever reason, if, if, if CBD and the ability to talk like you and I are, if, if that can help people, get on a more healthy pathway, I'm really interested in checking that out. And I'm, I'm yeah. very wary. I'm, I gotta be careful with someone that, I, that has my background. I'm not gonna endanger my sobriety by toying around with this. But I, I'm curious. And I'm, I'm actually even curious. I'm sure people on this podcast and, and I know you in general or you, you in particular, you've probably heard some of the research that's being done with, um, what is it? Psilocybin? Ben from Munchen yeah, and, and some of the other psychedelics that mm-hmm. um, Tim Ferriss and, and Joe Rogan talk about. Like I, that stuff is pretty fascinating to me because I, I think what we really are in the nascent uh, era of understanding mental health. Yeah. And it's just a, it's a topic that I'm wholeheartedly interested in diving into. I want to be able to talk about it with whoever. I want to be able to be real. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a lot of positive ways to uh, get on top of this stuff. Um, and the meditation to me right now is, uh, to use your vernacular, that's my jam. <laughs> um, you know, to I, 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 I practice a half hour of the pasta meditation every day to awesome. help myself keep in check. And I, 
Um, I'd love people to engage me on the meditation section of my website. Um, Dude, I, we should, I want to put more out there. We should do a podcast, though, because that's, that's literally something that I have very little experience with, and I need to get more into it. Hmm. Every time that I've done it, I'm like, man, I feel a lot better, and then I'll and then I'll go and I'll get distracted with fly fishing for the next two weeks, and then I literally do nothing but that, and then I'll come back and be like, oh, yeah, I should probably pick that up again, whereas it's, it's more of a... It's more of a lifestyle, from what I understand, like a continuous thing. It's not just a here and there. So I, I, I would love to talk with you about that and also other people. And, you know, going back to your um, talk about CBD, I've, I've had a great experience with that on pain, man- pain, uh, pain management, especially with the back issues that I had, which were, I mistakenly didn't realize it was my hip, and then also, too, with my surgically repaired right knee. And there's any topical stuff, like I'll have muscle pain from trail work or whatever it may be, and I would use some of the CBD topical stuff, and I can tell you that stuff works like, I mean, it works better than any sports cream I've ever used in my entire life, and there's zero side effects. So I'm very interested to learn from the professionals that we have lined up with CBD. We've got two so far that I know that we're, we're going to bring on the podcast in two different, two, two separate episodes. I'm very interested to learn, like, the research that's being done, that's like legitimate research that's being done on the mental health side. So that's going to be cool. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I, like, again, like pointing toward what you're, some of the stuff that you do, like your, your cold water plunges. Oh man, that's, that's, that's huge. Cool. Like I, I think, yeah, that alternative therapy. So all these different things that we can do to promote our own healthy well-being in, in nature that, that are outside the conventional track of what's going on out there. And I'd love to do a podcast. Um, on on meditation as well. Like I, I yeah. it's really, um, it's something that I've dabbled in, just because I I've, I've been kind of a self help junkie, given that I need a lot of help uh, for, for the better part of my. I'll admit it. I'll raise my hand. Um, but I still do cool shit. Um, yeah, yeah, and I I dabbled in it, you know, for the last twenty years. But but with my um, just with my intent tense focus on healing um, over the past two years, um, meditation is a huge part of uh, my recovery, if that's, again, there's there's all these, like, loaded terms that are out there that that sometimes just piss me off, but um, I I love it. It It's really, it's hard for me to describe the impact, but I absolutely love it. Yeah. I've got a, a friend of mine who's a big yoga He's like this. He actually led a yoga practice at Coolidge Field this past year, and uh, helped. Uh, he he had credited to saving his life. He was. Um, I don't want to speak for him, but he's pretty. Been, he's been very open about it on different podcasts about his issues with substance abuse, and then he turned his life over to yoga and meditation. And then the dude's a rock mm-hmm. star now. And uh, his name is Matthew Replinger, and super cool guy. He's actually. I, I forwarded you the the picture of him doing a podcast with someone else with those microphones that. That I ordered for podcasting. Oh so yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he's like, dude, I, he's like, dude, I'd love to do a podcast episode. So maybe we can blend the two of those together with the meditation, and yoga, and uh, he's a super cool guy, and um, I'm definitely interested in sitting down with him. Awesome, yeah, that that, yeah. that sounds great. And like again, connecting it back to our conversation that we had in in podcast twelve. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we talked about the. Part, part of the scope of what we wanted to do with this website was to to examine, you know, the common person that is overcoming struggle and 
whether whether they do it in unconventional ways on the inside or the outside, um, that's a fascinating topic to me. So, you know, yeah. you and I are both you and I are both exploring, um, um, you know, more nomadic nature oriented life. But this friend of yours that, that you talk about that, that's also overcome adversity, I just think that these, those are really, really fascinating people to me. And not, not only because they set a good example to me, but I just think that, you know, normal people to me are boring. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I mean, I'll go back to my corporate life. Like I, was, I was kind of a boring guy, you know, I, I don't know. People were like, oh, it's exciting and having fun and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but. It's not. I mean, like, what I'd rather talk to people that have had true challenge, and then they become like extraordinarily focused in a certain area. And I, I would love to explore the the reason why they made a change, how the change has impacted their life, and then how they're impacting others. And that's 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 super interesting to me. So I'm excited for those stuff. And then and then also too, just talking about like you know when when I'm coming back to Colorado. Uh, the, the whole off-grid adventures thing. I mean, people are stoked. I get so many messages on that, like, dude, that's so interesting. And so it, it's just showing people, like, there's, there's there's a bunch of different ways to live your life, and just do it in the way that you see fit, and as long as you're not hurting feelings, and, you know, you're good to go. So I, I yeah, I could, I could talk forever. <laughs> yeah. No, and I, I, I guess I, I there, there is something, um, I, I guess I, um, some of the phrases that I used in in um, podcast twelve when you were when you were opening up, mm-hmm. you know, are there's I experience I receive power from other people's vulnerability. I mm-hmm. I receive strength from other people's sharing of how they ascended out of of a low point and. Um, I just thought it was a really powerful thing where where you shared you shared you shared your falling down, but you also shared how the, your process of um, relying on the people close to you and how you use those lessons today to really enhance your life and enhance the life of others. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, there's just something about there's something powerful and attractive to me. About those that experience struggle and pain and use those experiences as a positive influence today, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really something that, um, I'm aiming toward whether I'm successful at it or not right now. Um, it's something that, that drives me, um, but where I, yeah, I just want to be able to share my struggle as, in my my climbing out of struggle as an example to other people that are experiencing it. Like not only like not only are you okay, but there is a way out. Yeah. Well, you know, and and uh, I just want to tell you as a, as a friend, you know, you've helped me. You're, you're extremely. I I look at you as being very highly educated, and all the things that you've done with your life has been fascinating. Whether it was you know being published or the oceanography stuff and you know, all the different directions that you've gone in with your career and with the, the carbon industry and all those things. And it's like your your ability to share all those things with me without being 
like I know everything because you could you could definitely go you could definitely go that route if you ever wanted to and you've never done that with me has helped me see new perspectives that I never considered and I, I just I'm very thankful for your friendship in that regard because you know we'll sit there at camp and have card games and granted you kick my ass 99 times out of 100 in every card game <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I've ever won a card game against you actually I think I got close one time and then you came back at the last hand and whooped my ass I'm like fuck I'm like is this ever gonna happen like am I am I just am I just handicapped when it comes to cards or what's going on but it's like you know we'll be you, you know what it, you know what it actually comes down to it, you okay. know what it comes down to probably is like. You, you might be choking on a little bit of weed while I'm dead sober. So oh, that's I'm, what it is. Yeah, I, I, and, and, and I'll, and I'll yeah. take a chance on something and lose my ass on that hand, and then it's like, ah, oh, man, what's up? But uh, but those conversations have really helped me um, change my perspective on a lot of different viewpoints, and I I'm just very appreciative of that, and and I just wanted to let you know that that I, I I've I've really enjoyed the conversations we've had up to this point, and you know the off grid experience this winter is going to be incredible, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Thanks, man. I, I, I appreciate the sentiments and, and, and likewise. I mean, it really has, it's, it's really, really healing to be able to have, you know, uh, a real conversation and, and to be real with someone else, you know, where, um, I, I don't, um, yeah, it just is, it's, uh, and again, I, it, it, it I, I think it's fascinating that it really does come down to, you know, two truck campers meeting in the woods. You know, yeah. where, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's this lifestyle that's, um, that we were both, both drawn to. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, um, anyway, I appreciate the sentiments. Cool, man. Well, good deal. Well, is there anything else you want to touch on or do you think we've, uh, I think we've got an episode in the can here? No, I think we got an episode in the can. I, and, um, I, you know, if anybody's, Still wants to throw any CBD related stuff at us. Um, yeah, we we are lining up. We've gotten some good questions and insights from people listening, um, mm-hmm. and I, I think it's going to be. I, I think that you know this little episode that we did right here. Um, it uh, it I, I think it'll inform some of the discussion that um, at least from my perspective, um, you know, going into the the CBD subjects. It's uh, yeah. It's it's uh, it's personal. It's personal for me. <laughs> well, I'm just excited to learn because I, I mean, there's you know, yeah. there's definitely um, a lot of sources out there claiming a lot of things. So I want to know what's legit and what isn't. And that's the that's one of my primary goals of when we're talking to these professionals as to you know how do we decipher the real facts from the fluff. And that's what I'm going to bring out in those series. So I'm looking forward to that. Awesome. Yeah. Me too. Me too. It's definitely. It's definitely a cool intellectual exercise. Cool, man. All right. Well, uh, why don't we go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to get off the phone here. I've got some things going on at the house here here that I need to attend to. She's barking like crazy. I don't know what's up, but uh, I'll be heading west here probably on the 11th or 12th of November and looking forward to being back Colorado. I'm, I'm going to bring the four season tent with the wood stoves. I may, I may do some winter camping on my way there and then I'll be posted up at the off grid cabin or off grid ranch. You know, by the first of December and rocking. So hopefully we'll get some big snowstorms and have to use the snowcat and snowmobiles to make our way in and out six miles to the ranch. It's yeah, man, it's gonna be awesome. It's really, <laughs> really gonna be a lot of fun, and we'll 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 lighten up our next few episodes. We'll yeah, we'll cycle in and out of the deep. But um, <laughs> uh, I, uh, I I it's 
it's good to it's good to get real and 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 come in and out of it. But um, yeah, yeah, we'll get sure. we'll 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 do some technical uh, backcountry shit the the in the near term. And looking forward to you getting back. Cool, man. All right. Well, have a good afternoon, and uh, I will catch up with you, Moniana. Sounds good, man. Later. All right. See you.